Hey guys, welcome to the show. This is your favorite podcast host, Joe, of Like My Pedals Instagram fame. Did I do it right? (laughs) It was close. Anyway, uh, I'm Will, and you're listening to the Just Surprise Me podcast. Wait, where's RJ? Who cares? As previously mentioned... (laughs) This is the podcast where three guys sit around and talk about random bullshit for an hour. RJ has abandoned us. Yep. Uh, he's decided he had better things to do, uh, much like I did last week. Uh, yeah, I'm sensing a trend here. Well, basically, we're tired of you. Suck <laughs> <laughs> a dick. We were gonna we were gonna discuss this, you know, off the podcast, but since we're here, uh, you're an awful person. Thank you. And uh, I appreciate you noticing. I, I've been working really hard at it. Your certificate's in the mail. Anyway, <laughs> as I said, three guys, random bullshit, yada, yada. We're here wait, with this. If, 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 if RJ's not here and it's, and it's just me and you, how is there three guys? I'm trying to fucking say it. Shut up. We it got John. Jonathan- longer than you did to come out to your mom. <laughs> oh my, <God. laughs> my personal affairs are none of your business, Joe. <laughs> Anyway, we have a very special, special guest for you. We have Mr. Jonathan Diaz from the FX Loop podcast. If, yeah. uh, you may know him uh, if you're into guitar gear, which, I mean, let's be honest, that's all that listens to the show. It's just people from fucking the stupid guitar Facebook groups. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, we all just sit around and listen to each other's podcasts. That's pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got the same amount of listens. Sounds great, dude. <laughs> Honestly, I thought for a while I was the only person that listened to the show, and that's only because I was editing it. Editing it. <laughs> <laughs> listen, we have dozens of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great. We have fives of listeners. <laughs> Five. Like, listen, as soon as I can stop being able to count them on one hand, we've, we've blown up, guys. We fucking We're made it. Hey, look, Ma, talent. I made it. Just just throw the towel in. We're at the top of our game. We're uh-huh. done. Yeah, Listen, right. I, I I had a moment where I knew I should have quit, and that's when Will actually uh, like recognized us at Summer Nam <laughs> a couple years ago. He's like, oh, you guys, oh, the effects loop. I said to her, I was like, I was like, that's it. I'm done. That's all I wanted. I, just yeah, wanted I don't person. need random dudes walking up to me. <laughs> well, I know that's the whole point of being on a podcast is to get random dudes to walk up to you. And then we got a picture made, and I realized that you people were giants. Scott and I are pretty tall dudes. Yeah. How, how tall are you guys? Uh, I'm six foot two, six foot one, depending on which. You got to be taller than that, bro. I don't know. No, I think I'm like six foot two. I hunch. My, how tall are you, Will? Is what real questioning. I'm oh, six gosh. foot two, also. I'm uh, I'm five like, five eight five nine. Oh God, really? Yeah. 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 Damn. It, but he, he's he's closer to average than we are. Five ten's average. I, so. You are small, dude. Like you and yeah, RJ, because RJ's five nine too, I think. But he yeah. beat us on Prices Right rules, so he's just a little <laughs> under. <laughs> Congrats, Will. Yeah. No, but and then dude, Scott's taller. <laughs> Scott's Thanks, taller Dad. than us. <laughs> that dude's like fucking six five or something. That guy's a giant. Oh my god, he's a giant. <laughs> the best part was the first time I ever met Scott was uh, it was at the Summer Nam before I met Will. Uh, I keep re- meeting random guys in Nashville, and. Uh, Sounds about right. right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, continue. Sounds like a modern country song. <laughs> oh my God. 
I'm writing a country song called I Met a Bunch of Guys in Nashville. <laughs> a bunch of random dudes in Nashville. It's going to be but, my autobiography. That's right. Random dudes in Nashville. Oh, the, the glory stories. But uh, he, I said, I was like, I was hanging out in Ernest Tubbs record shop, and he's like, well, I'll meet you there. I was like, well, how will I, you know, I, he, at that point, he didn't have his face on his profile picture. I'm like, how will I know it's you? He goes, oh, you'll know. <laughs> he walked in, and I was like, Scott, that's him right there. So, but yeah, he's, he's a big guy. Real big. Huge. He's huge. 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 <laughs> anyway, uh, so, all right. Joe, uh, what you drinking on tonight? I got this, uh. Dragon's Milk White Stout. It's delicious. Okay. It's a little more manly than your previous selections. I'm proud. You're, it, you're moving in the right direction. It's growing oh, up cream soda. Are we supposed to be drinking? You don't have to be. But we I think usually... I, got an old, I think I got an old Bud Light lime in the fridge. I'll run and grab real quick. <laughs> if uh, I'm Will, awake... Will has whatever fell off his beer truck today. It's <laughs> goddamn right. That's my favorite thing is seeing right. Will's random beer finds. Like, cause I mean, I'm just not a big drinker. I've got my other vices that I attend to, but like just, you just see random cases of stuff. I remember what was it? I was like making fun of the, what's the drink I was making fun of? Will like the White Claw? No, that's like the fun was, thing to make fun of now, even though it's delicious. What was it? Na- Natural light came out with something or like that. Oh, the, the seltzer. Yeah. It was some the sort of like, seltzers, yeah. Drink. Yeah, that was it. And you're just like, dude, those are legit. I just I just sent you a picture of my, yeah. my beer fridge to uh, the group. And, uh, yeah, it's yeah. A, one of the perks of the job, man. I, um, I don't we'll pay for beer. We'll put all those limeritas in there. There's some weird shit in there. Watermelon arita? <laughs> because, hey, if it's free, fuck it, man. I'm going to try it. You know what I mean? Natty Light That's, Seltzer. Well, I'm coming over yeah. one weekend, and we're just going to see what happens. I got some cool pills. See, we're going to get fucking what's, drunk. What's, what's the one called happen. Yeehaw? That shit's great, dude. That's, <laughs> honestly, when you drink it, all you hear is yeah. That's what it says. That's how they. That's that. That's the marketing for it. They want you to order it like that in the bar. They say, "Say it loud." That's not gonna happen. But uh, you, imagine if they did like you get one free if you say it like that. But they're out of. Uh, that's like when of, when every time I walk in, welcome to Mo's. I'm like, shut the fuck up, just make a burrito. I don't need to hear the whole <laughs> welcome to Mo's shit anymore. They're great, I saw, man. Yeehaw is a cool company. I work at Burger King, and every once in a while. When people walk in, I yell, welcome to Moe's, just to mess with them. <laughs> just, just because I'm a, I, I don't have a boring job. It's pretty active, but I do have to find ways to entertain myself. Now, if you really want to entertain yourself, do you guys have the king costume at your store? No. Because if you had no. the king costume, just kind of stand in line and then kind of like just creep up behind somebody while they're standing there. I think they know I do that. That's why they don't let us have it. Yeah, uh, I've been in a bunch of Burger Kings and I've never actually seen the king. I used to live right down the street from the world headquarters in Miami when it was down there. Yeah. It used to be like right on the bay. On we need to, bay. okay, time out, time out, time out. We need to keep a tab, a running tab of how many times you mention Miami in each episode. Oh, that would be good. That should be a drinking game. Hey, what's your Dude. favorite Will Smith song? Bes- um, oh, Wild Wild West. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, Hold Big Willie style. I need, I need to write that down. Wild Wild West. That's gonna Getting come jiggy later. with it. Big Willie style might actually be my autobiography title. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be great. Mine is actually going to be, uh, what is it, uh, Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> the Jonathan Diaz story. What was it? Was it Miles Davis that wrote in there about uh, something about getting a blowjob while eating fried chicken? I can't remember. If you haven't read that book, there's a book 
that's his, uh, that he wrote. What type like of book are you reading, dude? You he was a shit? dude. He was a fucking that dude was a jazz rock star. Like the shit that he oh, did. Oh, Miles like Davis. He, yeah, yeah, man. He did fucking yeah. drugs. He had like chicks. Like it was crazy. It's like I filled a saxophone full of cocaine. <laughs> did yeah, all of it. He, one night. But he talked about getting getting a blowjob while eating fried chicken. In in, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyway. Continue. He's sorry. like, I was in KFC. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just sent my, uh, my, uh, my, my life story song over to the group. Oh, <laughs> I bet it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> bitch! I'm from Dade County. <laughs> uh. Oh, <laughs> with a trick daddy, Rick Ross <sighs> and Flo Rida. Which that's gotta be the laziest name for rapper ever, Flo Rida. <laughs> it's actually pretty ingenious. Yeah, I, I thought say. it was. It is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, but, like it, I mean, I get where it's it is kind of lazy, but that was that was a pretty good one. Yeah. I've been watching. Have you guys been watching the Wu Tang? Ameri- no, I need to. I, I need, need to. to start I keep seeing the preview for it and other shit I'm watching. I'm like, oh, is it oh, good? Fucking legit. Like my yeah. like, it comes out every Wednesday, and my wife and I make a point to sit so down and watch. So how great is ODB? Because he's my favorite. I don't know which one. Oh, old dirty bastard. Oh, dude, he's yeah. uh. He, the guy who plays man, him that, an amazing because he's supposed to be fucking was, wild. That dude was a fucking he, maniac. I mean, he was yeah, like legitimately like he was like mentally insane. ill. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. Like he died from an, well, he overdosed, didn't he? Yeah, I think he had a heart attack, didn't he? But it was it no. was drug related. Yeah, it was he he died. It was drug related. I can't remember if it was OD. It might have been a heart attack. Um, but because he was uh, diagnosed, uh, um, like he had he was bipolar, and like he I mean he was legit crazy. Like he could be in a padded room. And, but so, the guy who plays him does an amazing job. Every every character, the cool thing is, is because it's like they use the names that they use now in the Wu Tang Clan. That's not the names that they're going by in here. So you're trying to like figure out who's who without looking it up. And it's like, their real names, right? Yeah. Like there's, so, let uh, me give you some of Old Dirty Bastard's other nicknames because he went by multiple names. He was mm-hmm. also Peanut the Kidnapper. Yep. Little Billy Clinton. Dirt McGirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's Joe great. Bananas, <laughs> Freeloading Rusty, <laughs> Dirt Schultz, Knifey McStab, <laughs> and Big Baby Jesus. Oh my gosh. Those are those are his aliases. That fucking group, man. I swear to God, I need to watch that because legitimately that fucking that that fucking album, dude, the thirty six chambers, that oh, shit. Oh baby, I like it raw. God, that shit yeah, changed. Baby, like I, I had like never like a white kid from the fucking Suburbs, like I had never fucking heard anything like that in my See, I got into Wu Tang late. Like I, like I got into Wu Tang after ODB was gone, because oh, okay. I, I, mean, it was I was high in, school for me. Yeah, like yeah, no, I, was, I mean that was all like middle school and high school. Because I, I mean, I was from the hood, so like that's all I heard. I didn't even listen to like real rock music until I was like in college. You still don't. It was Dude, all was, hood music growing up. I was man, I was in a, just a weird like when I was a weird kid during like middle school. I was just into like old school, like the Beatles, like classic rock, just from what I like heard being raised on. And I just kind of latched on that. And then I got into high school. I met this guy, Jay McClure, and he played fucking Pantera for me. And it was all downhill from there. I'm in middle school listening to two live crew. <laughs> Cause oh my God. they're literally right down the street from me. And that's like when the whole thing was blowing up the, the whole nasty as they want to be. You want to talk about some weird, uh, let me tell you, let me tell you about an awkward situation. Okay. My fucking, uh, my in-laws are awesome. All right, they're great. We used to go to the lake. They had a boat on a local lake here, and she, my my mother-in-law has this playlist, and it's the same shit like every time we went out. So we knew what was coming. You know what I mean? Down the 
Don't lie. But like in the middle of that was Pop That Pussy by Two Live Crew. <laughs> and dude, like, I don't know. There's something about my mother-in-law singing Pop That Pussy. That's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. That's awesome. I, my my That's stepdad a, is the whitest guy you've ever met. I'm talking about this. He's just a good old country boy. And my grandfather passed away. So we all had to fly up to Philly. That's where he lived, you know. And uh, we're sitting there, we're on, we're about to leave to go to the, like, memorial service. And all I see is my, or I just, I hear, I'll just ever so slightly, take that, rewind it back. <laughs> Make a booty ghost. I'm sitting there, I'm like, what is going on? I look and there's my stepdad with his phone <laughs> on his big old Buddha belly, Ludacris. laying down on the couch watching Yeah by Usher, singing along to it. He knows every word. This man knows the like I I drove his truck one time and he's like, just he's just that old white guy thing. He's just like, just just leave the music alone. So then I turn it on. It's fucking puddle of mud. Like I'm just like the most random stuff ever. Everything Next. so blurry. <laughs> yeah, well it was uh was it Drift and Die? That that was on and then yeah by Usher comes on. I know he <laughs> had some Bubba Sparks ugly in there. I don't know. Like it was just the weirdest Parking thing. Bubba Sparks. I forgot it's about that. It's getting ugly. Dude. dude. That video. <laughs> Dude, can we talk about white rappers for a second? There's a <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy to you by Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> oh my and God. Little Dicky. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, there's a dude locally. I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. He's called Haystack. Uh, and uh, his, his whole fucking thing, he's a total Bubba Sparks ripoff. Which honestly, like looking back at it, he might have actually fucking been, been Bubba Sparks been before <laughs> Bubba Sparks like he's been doing that white guy like trailer park rap thing and I don't understand why that was a thing but I grew up in a semi-rural rural part of a suburb of Nashville and we had like the whole like ghetto fucking trailer park thing was like I don't know it was a weird like mixture of like the the trailer park kids like listen to rap and we're fucking yeah. gangsta and well talking. you that was right around the what's I don't want to say the word because it's too close to the other word but it's with a W you know we grow but like that that was I remember right, being right. in like middle school and that was like the big thing it, and it was that it was like trailer park white kids mm-hmm. acting like gangsters dude we had, th- this shit was like on fire down here and like all the fucking dudes were like listening to all this gangster rap music and talking about Compton and it's like man we fucking live in Tennessee like what are you talking about like my sister started getting into that stuff and she was I didn't you know what always killed me though was whenever these people were listening to like hardcore gangster rap they had a rebel flag mm-hmm. like yeah. in the back of their truck I'm like um buddy <laughs> hate to break it to you that's how fucking uh that's how fucking uh the the fucking god damn it what's the guy's name get there will I can I believe in you <laughs> and it's gone. Sorry. <laughs> it's, all right. <laughs> Too much alcohol. Continue. Uh, I don't know. Just, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh, you're gonna fit right in here, Diaz. Let's complain about some other shit now. <laughs> yeah. So, white guy rappers not fun. That's basically what we were getting at. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Boy. Unless you're Andy Samberg in, in Lonely Island. Okay. That. But. But that's a different kind that's of. That's not. They're not trying. No, to, it's it's completely just to be asinine. What is the term? What is the term where you appropriate their culture? You know, that's oh, yeah. the whole thing. It's cultural. They're not taking it seriously. They're just being stupid. 
Yeah, I mean, the, that's the whole thing, too. The, the, I mean, look at freaking uh, the Captain Jack Sparrow song. <laughs> that, this that's, is the tale of Yeah, Captain that's comedic Jack- gold. Yeah, I mean, and, and there, Michael and, Bolton. <laughs> Michael fucking Bolton in there. It's <laughs> great, though. That's the best uh, thing ever. Or, I just in my pants. Oh, dick in a box? Well, it's uh, not gay if it's in a three-way? The best one, though, was the one with Nicki Minaj, Creep. I didn't see that one. Uh, I don't know. I don't like Nicki Minaj that much. I There's something about her that just, I it, I have nothing against her, but like when she comes on TV, I'm just like, yeah, no. Nah. nah, like back before, like, I gotta say the last like five or six years, she's been too like commercial part of it. But like when she was first coming up and like, she was just doing like a lot of guest spots on like these, like, you know, big like anthem tracks. Like, she could rap, and it was so yeah. quality and good. And then it became like, you a stupid hoe, you a stupid hoe, you a stupid oh, hoe. Gosh. And then I'm like, why did you do that? You, like, ruined all your credibility. Like, you were so good. There's like, been, but so, there's been like, so good. There's been so many great female artists coming out. That's, like, been really awesome to see. Like, uh, are, have you been listening to Billie Eilish? My, uh... I've heard my kids actually her? got me into Billie Eilish, and dude, she, she's fucking amazing. Like, I mean, she kind of whispers over a drum beat, but well, but the thing is, if you ever watch her perform live, she's singing with her diaphragm and sounding like that. Nice. I so don't she's, know what she sounds like, so I couldn't really. It she she kind of does. It's the the real soft oh, music. That's what she says. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of like that. But the thing is, or the. The beats are very, um, I guess it, it just works together because her voice is soothing and a lot of her music's pr- really soothing too. It's kind of softer and lower. It, uh, no, honestly, I, my, I, I, I don't do it for me. I, I need something like oh. big and bold and loud. And I need taking back Sunday. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it needs like, I'm like, I'm like the Miami rappers. They're like big and loud. It's ding. not, it's not Isn't like that, subtle gonna, at all. Re- Fucking Pitbull. We're gonna yeah. reassign the ding. None, none of that's subtle. It's Pitbull. like loud and in your face and obnoxious. Yeah. That's what I want. I could be obnoxious. So can Joe. Oh yeah, I'm like that. I just might as well be calling myself Mister Obnoxious if I was a rapper. <laughs> that's an awesome rap I, name. Okay, all right. That's a good. Actually, that's a good substandard. Well, okay, let's go around the horn here. Diaz, what's your rap name? Oh, Jay Dizzle. Okay. It's always been my rap name. Okay. I mean, I, okay. it started in middle school and I kept it. Well, mine technically, instead of Mr. Obnoxious, would be the Like My. Okay. No, no. You don't no, understand yeah, what Like My means is the reason why you don't get it. <laughs> okay, I don't get it. Can we explain it to me like I'm five? All right. So for anybody who doesn't know. <laughs> Here we go. Um, I've said this I'm before. Sorry, but when I was younger, we had a group of friends who was out skateboarding and we were just assholes to each other constantly. That's like the whole idea was to be the biggest Kind of like this show. <laughs> kind of like this show. And uh, the biggest asshole. one of the games we always played was called Like My, where like instead of like telling somebody thank you for doing something for you, you would tell them Like My. So like, like hey, get me a beer. And he'd bring me a beer and I'm like, Like My, because Like My Bitch, you got me a beer. So like the God, whole Like My thing it means like my bitch so like it's funny because like originally when i started building pedals it wasn't necessarily to sell them i was building my own pedals and i was telling the big companies like my bitch i built my own pedals so like you know that's why i called it like my pedals originally right. because um, I, my so username you, on you every built your single own thing, pedals because you were a bitch no 
like my like they're like my bitch. I'm not buying their pedals no more. I'm making my own shit because like my bitch, I didn't buy their pedals. You just lost all your fucking. I know. It, it's it's a stupid fucking thing, but the whole reason is, the like my has been my name on every single thing since I was in middle school. That's like my my name for everything. He's got it tattooed on his ass. I should. You should get it tattooed, please. Not necessarily we'll on a, your we'll ass. We'll start a GoFundMe. Well, no, I'll pay for it. Fuck a GoFundMe. I'll pay for it. I don't want anyone to like my ass, honestly. <laughs> If you get oh the gosh. like my tattooed on your ass, I will fucking I will PayPal you the money right fucking now. No, 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 no. Here we go. Will, we're all going out. We're going to get Just Surprise Me written on our ass. <laughs> oh, no. That's as bad as, like, as, as the guy I used to work with that just went to jail. <laughs> pretty boy. Pretty man. Oh, pretty man. That's it. Oh, my gosh. Are we are we gonna talk about the topics? Yeah. Oh, we should we should <laughs> yeah, get on let's the topics. Move into the topics sorry. Because if sorry. not, we're <laughs> never gonna do this. I, um, I have to sleep. <laughs> yeah, so do I. You guys get exhausted, Diaz. <laughs> uh, so, That's anyways, let's talk about topics here, guys. Um, <laughs> that was that was my way of helping with a clean segue. That was a nice segue. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, speaking Little of segues, sometimes in a in music when you're listening mm-hmm. to it. You know, everybody, you know, wants to listen to the words unless you're a musician and you can care less about the words half the time. But what we're really interested in is that little bit of musicality that goes on between the sections where the words are, where we get to hear the instrument shine. So we're um, not talking about like solos. We're talking about just the musical yeah, piece in between like verses and choruses. Not necessarily stuff like, that. like a guitar solo, because a guitar okay. solo is a whole different thing. Like that's its own thing. That's kind of like a lyrically part, but I played an instrument. But I'm talking about like just like a part where like you get a riff, like an intro okay. to a song, an interlude, an outro, something where it's not necessarily a guitar solo, but it's just something musical that carries things from one transition to the other, but it just sounds awesome. And it doesn't necessarily need to be guitar. It could be like a drum break. It could be a piano thing. It could be, um, you know, saxophone, whatever you want, as long as it's something that you're like, oh, that's awesome. All right, I'm going first. Okay. Uh, I knew when Joe... Uh... When Joe mentioned this topic, the first thing that popped in my head is that you guys are going to listen to me talk about Black Sabbath for 10 or 15 minutes. So here we go. Buckle up. (laughs) He said, and that's what you're getting. That's what's happening. Uh, Yep. I think, you know, Joe and I had talked about this previously, but I feel like as a musician, as a guitar player, like my heroes have kind of shifted over the years. When I first started playing guitar, I mean, I was a big Stevie Ray Vaughan fan. And anything blues, and I still love the blues. Like, I know it gets a bad rap in the guitar community or whatever, but that, fuck it. That's, I enjoy it. Um, but as I've aged and I've gotten into different kinds of music, the two guys that have really impacted me personally and the two riffs that really stand out for this particular topic are A, Lord of This World uh, by Black Sabbath, Man, that fucking record, that whole record is great. If you're not a Black Sabbath fan, if you're not into hard rock, that album is fantastic because it toes the line between classic rock and heavy metal. And I really feel like that's where that band was so fucking like groundbreaking. You know, like it definitely wasn't the vocals. Yeah, uh, no, definitely not the vocals. <laughs> but was the, it Ozzy era? Yeah, fucking oh, yeah. Dio, that, that's not Black Sabbath. That doesn't count. Doesn't, doesn't that's oh, like oh, saying sorry, the third sorry, the sorry. third singer from Van Halen. I can't remember what his name was. The guy Gary Sharon. 
Yeah, Gary Sharon. Yeah. Actually, yeah. A, I saw Van Halen with with Gary Sharon. It was really good. That doesn't count either. <laughs> Van Halen three. I got to see Eddie Van Halen play Eruption in person. So yeah, I'm that, counting it. Yeah, well, he doesn't sing on Eruption. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Shut up, Joe. I'm counting it. Um, and I will say this: fucking Gary Sharon was a fantastic showman. That dude was hanging from the fucking rafters. He was running. He was jumping off amps. It was great. Anyway, back to my back to what I'm talking about. Um, like, Ayami's like riffage, especially in that in that Lord of This World riff, is fucking nuts. It just dun 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 dun. dun. You guys will hear it, but <clears throat> that's probably my favorite riff of all time. The second one, and I got three. The second one is uh, the breakdown in the Deftones song Seven Words. Now I don't know how into the Deftones you guys were growing up. Like I think we're all about the same age. I'm 36. I'm 31. Uh, Okay, Diaz 37. is thirty-seven. Diaz is a baby. I'll be thirty-seven like in two weeks, Joe. So we're we're the same age. He's catching yeah, up. pretty much. <clears throat> Eighty-two. Yep, as well. November third. Yep, March seventh. But the uh, the Deftones, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's uh, if you could pick any four numbers just randomly to like yeah, maybe like the your last entire four? financial <laughs> seven six three four. Uh. That's then, a man with bad credit. <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> listen, I've always told people, someone's like, they'll steal your identity. I was like, listen, if they get a yeah, credit card with my identity, they've earned it because they tried. Yeah. I'm funny. like, if they steal my identity, I'm going to hurt their credit score. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Sorely that's disappointed. Right. <laughs> anyway, the Deftones. transmitted diseases. That's their it. First, that's their first record was called Adrenaline. There's a song on there called Seven Words. Um you know, from a musician standpoint, from a guitar player standpoint, the tone's fucking terrible. The singing's terrible. The band should be bad, but I don't know. I loved it. It's a soft spot. Actually, and they have they do some weird timing stuff too. And the way mm-hmm. Chino sings is he sings like after the beat or yeah. before the beat, and it's this weird thing, but it works with his voice. He's gotten better. I mean, he you know he paralyzed his vocal cords. He couldn't sing for like a year and a half, two years. Yeah. Oh man. All that fucking. That screaming. band has had so much tragedy. Yeah, because they lost the bass player. Wasn't it the mm-hmm. bass player? Uh, I can't remember. Or the guitar. It wasn't the guitar. No, player. Stephen Stephen Carpenter's still. Yeah. No, I, th- I think guy. it was the bass player. They lost him, and then uh, yeah, and Chino had the. I know the, the cover issues. of Around the Fur. The the girl on the cover was like a um, a friend of the band that passed away. She was like been yeah. had been with them since the beginning. Yeah, they've been through some weird stuff, but. I actually met Chino at a fucking random ass bar show in Nashville, like a band that was local. You meet lots of dudes at random places in Nashville. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, he was like, and I remember that was like one of my, one of my biggest brushes with fame. You know what I mean? Like I was just at the bar getting a beer and we were watching a band that was like super local to my area, like my specific suburb of, of Nashville. Mm-hmm. And they were the ones that like made it. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm just at the at the bar getting a beer, and I look over, and this fucking Chino from the Deftones standing right next to me. And I looked at him, and I was like, it was in between bands, so it was kind of quiet. And I was like, I pointed at him, and I was like, are you? <laughs> and he said, yep. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, man. I was like, you know what? You soundtracked, like, my adolescence, like, middle school, high school. I was like, your music got me through a lot of shit. Thank you very much for doing what you did. And he was like, man, I really appreciate that. Thanks. And that was the extent of our fucking uh, conversation. But that was really awesome. 
that's better when I met someone famous. I met Vince Gill at. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, I like shook his hand. I said, I, said, I love you. Just like that. Like, <laughs> like, and then he like, like he, he knew, like you could see it in his face. He's like, okay, this guy just got really nervous. Like I said, I said, I mean, I was like, I just, you're a fantastic guitar player and singer. And, and, and he was just like, I oh, thank you very much. But that was my first thing. I shook his hand. I'm like, I love you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Costco. I love you. I'll have your babies. I will have your children. You. But yeah, the, okay. I will leave my wife. I don't care. <laughs> she means nothing. You're everything. She is a placeholder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Lord of This World, Black Sabbath, uh, the breakdown in seven words by the Deftones, and uh, last but not least, is uh, something that everybody enjoys. And if you say you don't like it, you're a fucking liar. It's the drum break in in the air tonight by Phil Collins. Fuck, I was gonna oh, pick God, that yeah. one, man. Me too. <laughs> oh, that's. I think we can all agree that's. If you, you're, are, dude, my mom, my mom was such a big fucking Phil Collins fan growing up. Dude, I've listened to more Phil Collins than any grown man should ever have to fucking listen. I and, love uh, Phil Collins. Like, I do too. I, I do fucking especially, too. Especially God his solo stuff was just amazing. I mean, even I mean, Susudio is just. What's I mean, the? It's still the the uh, mom used to play the fucking the greatest hits record. The cover of it, he's like, it's like underlit, like he's telling I a scary story. Or that's Genesis. No, no. Are you are you talking about? Uh, I thought that was Face Value. Is that is that what it is? Face, it's that's not his greatest hits. That's just the album that had all, okay. all like most of his hits. But yeah, there's yeah. the Face Value. But I think that's kind of it shows like half his face. That's co- like it's or it's covered by some sort of darkness. It, yeah, it's a lighting effect. I'm pretty sure. No, it's, it's not value. the one. That's not the one. Did you look it up? I'm looking it up, yeah. Anyway, those are the three for me. So, who's next? I can go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because um, I got more than three, and I don't want to just sit here all oh, night. fuck. Here yeah, we go. Because nobody ever right. said we had to have three. Here's Joe fucking uh, Mr. List. He's going no, to pull some shit up on the fucking Wikipedia and read down a goddamn list for 20 minutes. No, That's what's oh, going to happen. Because these are all ones that no one's really like going to be saying, except for maybe one or two of them. Like Most of them aren't really super popular. Okay. All right. So, uh, here's one. I've got um, oh All Time Low by Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Mm, yes. So hesitation marks album, fantastic. I got to see them live. Pino Palladino was playing bass, which if you don't know who he is, he plays for John Mayer in the John Mayer trio. He played for John Mayer on his solo stuff, and he also played for the Who. So this guy is playing for Nine Inch Nails, the Who, and John Mayer. Talk about being all over the spectrum. Yeah, dude. That's and a, and he's an amazing producer as well. So all time low, Nine Inch Nails, that opening riff, and it's just it's killer um i'd have to say another kind of riff that i absolutely love is uh man i had it i feel uh, i gotta put it on the spot i had a bunch of them i can't think of any of them I'm you sorry. can do as many as you want there's well, no rules which just, just translates into joe's gonna do fucking 30 <laughs> listen to his horse 30 shit of for- them. uh that's probably one of my favorites uh another amazing riff is uh, we were talking about Seven Dust. So I'm gonna pick one of theirs. Is Face to Face by Seven Dust. I totally fucking forgot about that band, dude. I need to go back and listen to it. Oh yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, that was and the one. Uh, like I had one of their records. Anyway, Animosity was a real popular one. Um, my favorite song by them though is Bitch, but it doesn't have like a crazy. It's not a great riff. It's just a fantastic is that song. The, like, is it a Meredith Brooks cover? 
<laughs> I'm a bitch. I'm the only, a liar. I'm a... The only cover I've ever seen them do is they did Schools Out by Alice Cooper. And it was surprisingly good because they did kind of almost like a thrash metal version. Nice. I say because the original was terrible. Mm. Are you fucking high? I hate that song. Really? It could also be the fact that when how could when, you uh, hate anything by Alice Cooper? It was either That's... rock band or Guitar Hero, and that song like everyone would play it constantly, and I'm like, I just got so tired of it so fast. I mean, Feed My Frankenstein by Alice Cooper from Wayne's World, uh, Wayne's World Two. That was fantastic to see that. Dude, let me tell you how no, cool. No, it's just the school's out song that <laughs> I can't Let me tell see. you how cool Alice Cooper is, all right? He fucking played like a big show at the Bridgestone Arena in downtown Nashville. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a yeah, big deal. And then after the fucking show, he showed up at a little tiny-ass bar in a fucking random spot in the city and played a whole fucking, like, an hour and a half set. Like, his band showed up at the bar. They used the fucking house instruments and played a whole set of fucking Alice Cooper songs at a shithole that, bar. That's cool. Like just Whether him. he's cool or not, though, doesn't change my opinion of the song that I don't like. You're stupid. The song's great. All right. Another riff that I absolutely <laughs> love is got to be uh, the intro to Neon by John Mayer. Oh, yeah. And the cool thing about it and the thing that makes it, like, especially being a guitar player and I was also a guitar player who like I did eight years of band. So like some of the musical theory, so I'm you're not, like, actually a musician. Into... Unlike myself, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me, me and him have something in common. Cause I did the same thing. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> like, so, so when something's very it musical a Florida thing and different, it Ugh. probably is a Florida thing. I got, I got see, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Cause people from other places always make fun of the marching band, but in Florida, the marching band was like, cool, man. Like that was like a big fucking thing. Oh yeah, so if you do you remember the movie Drumline? Yeah, that shit was you, real here. You you were in marching band. You were like you watching it. You're like, I fucking know that. Except for I was a a white guy, and I'm just like, yeah, I yeah. even like that, dude. <laughs> our high school literally had like twenty five tubas lined up the back just to play songs across the the football field to the other team. Mm-hmm. Is it whatever the hot rap song of the week was? We we blasted as loud as we could at the other team across the oh, field. D- dude, I played tuba. I played. The, I I carried that sousaphone. That was my instrument, man. And we, we had the uh, we had the marching tubas, like the big the big actual metal ones that you put up on your yeah, shoulder. Those are sousaphones. No, not not the not the one that wraps around you. The one that's like a giant oh, fucking the, like oh, tuba. Oh, the marching you, tuba. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had hey, those. Hey, Joe, can you yeah. insert snoring noises right here in this section? <laughs> oh my god. <gosh. laughs> uh, is that Sorry, for your Will. for your wife to have like the next time you guys are in bed uh, together? Uh, oh. 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 Yeah. I'm trying to say my junk doesn't work. It so works. It's just not very efficient. Reference. Yeah, well, so I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your uh, your topic there. I just got in the whole marching band thing. I and, forgot where I was at. And then, you were talking about John Mayer. And then talking oh, about my dick. That's just <laughs> just because RJ's not here. Somebody's got to mention dick. Yeah. <laughs> Boats and hoes. Uh, yeah, no. Um, that's a great riff, too. <laughs> uh, John, May- <laughs> John Mayer's Neon. Is it's crazy cool because the low E string is actually tuned down to a C, which isn't really any standard tuning that I've seen used anywhere else. So it's it's just really cool. It's different, and it's uh, pretty fantastic. I'm trying to think of. I had one more riff. Oh, I'm gonna pick a a classic one, and I'm gonna end with it. Is a uh, freaking Cashmere. Yeah, how can you not? Song's so depressing though. I mean, isn't that the song was, he wrote about his son? 
I'm pretty sure. Cashmere? I'm pretty sure. Are you thinking about Tears in Heaven? No, 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 no. I am not. Robert Plant had a son that passed away of like some kind of fever or disease. And I'm pretty sure Cashmere. I'm looking it up. I'm pretty sure Cashmere. Was Cashmere was just to show off uh, John Bonham's drumming skills because he could play in a different time signature than the entire oh, rest of the band. Fuck, fuck, I forgot. Moby Dick by Led Zeppelin is a better riff song for the drums because it's got that drum yeah. solo. Dude, my brother and I did Moby Dick for our high school talent show. That's badass. Yeah, we were we're pretty. We did a bunch of. Well, I guess we could probably just name that set list, and it was that's what we did. It was just me on guitar, him on drums, and we're we're both pretty talented musicians not tooting any horns my brother's way better musician than i am but we did uh thunderstruck by acdc nice. uh, which is excellent riff we did um moby dick it was really cool because i tuned down in like the middle of the song and like made it this big you know thing and then uh we did uh slither by velvet revolver another amazing riff dude i saw that band and they were so disappointing the, that was Scott Weiland was so fucked up at that point. Just the heroin got to him, yeah. man. And it, it really was like, I was trying to show my kids the other day. I was like, well, they were talking about super groups. Somehow we were talking about super groups. And I was like, one of the best super groups is audio slave. We were talking about audio slave. And oh, I, I hate like, audio slave. Fuck you. Cause then, the band was two great, people dude. I love and then what they're supposed to be doing and made them into something terrible. Bullshit. Look, the first Tom Rolo belongs in Rage Against the Machine and Chris Cornell belongs in Soundgarden. End of story. You are so narrow-minded on that. If, no, you, if you did not listen to that first album, that, Gasoline, Cochise, Like a Stone, Show Me How to Live, uh, Shadow of the Sun, that whole first album you, is... Do you remember that episode of King of the Hill where they went to the Christian Music Festival and Hank Hill said, yes, you're not when, making Christian music better, you're making rock and roll worse? First, That's kind of what happened in this situation with Audio Slave and Tom oh, Morello no. and Chris Cornell. No, no, no. Yeah. I will fight you to the death on that. I, listen, I'm, I'm a huge Tom Morello fan. I mean, absolutely Me too. huge. But Tom Morello, where he belongs... Now, I will say you tell you that Zach De La La Rocha did something with someone else, and it was phenomenal. He was on a Run the Jewels song. (laughs) No. No. Joe is incorrect. Obviously, it was great. All right. So, uh, you know me. I make lists, but I didn't actually make a huge list this time. Just enough. Thank God. It's 17. (laughs) It's Um, it's And honestly, some of these. only 37 answers. Some of these I could just say a band because I can't name a song. Like we were just talking about um, the the new version of two bands that shouldn't be together. But if you listen to any Rage Against the Machine song, it's just nonstop riffs the entire time that are awesome. Like I couldn't narrow it down to just one song because every Rage Against the Machine song has a sick riff in it. Whether it be the drum and guitar, or not drum, the bass and guitar synchronized on every single thing possible. Yeah, I just it's kind of like they do on the beginning of Cochise by Audio Slave. But you know, <laughs> yeah, but but not as good as what they did with Raging Sun Machine. Mm. But we'll move on from that because this can be a heated <laughs> you dilemma. Sh- you sure you want to move on from that? No. Uh, uh, what was it? Um, uh, Born of a Broken Man is a fantastic riff by them. Yeah, that's one of their not big hits, but still amazing song. I think Bomb Track's probably one of my favorites. If I had to go back, that boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we did. Uh, I, I totally went to one of the churches that 
would take secular songs and change the lyrics to be Christian. And, and we, we did, did you bomb, do Killing in the Name? Isn't that no, just we, Christian music in general? Close. We did Bomb Track, but it was God Track. <laughs> I didn't listen. I was just happy. That I, I was just happy that I had to play Rage Against the Machine riffs. Like I was all. hoping you did like like Healing in the Name. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, no, we also did um, uh, "Give It a- Give It Away" by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, I forgot cool. how they changed the lyrics. It was so bad. All right, do you uh, want you want me to surprise you? Do you want me to really surprise you on this podcast? The guy who did the rapping, I'm now married. <laughs> My wife was his wife. <laughs> yeah yeah drop that bomb. my wife my, my wife used to be his wife no longer his wife the guitar player stole the girl yeah. oh that's pretty funny yeah, there i mean it's crazy but pretty funny it's a long it's a really long story it wasn't anything shady. oh there he goes bragging again <laughs> like a lot of things in my life it was really 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 long but um, uh. but no no I nothing bad happened on our part we didn't do anything it was all him he was a jackass he still is a jackass he can go eat Got shit it. and die but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no I in I, the I, immortal I, words of Dr Dre your bitch chose me motherfucker that's damn right <laughs> yep. but uh, yeah there you go I hope that surprised some people some listeners yeah. He's like, um, Joe's like, yeah, fuck, that's insane. <laughs> well, well, my wife was previously married, also. Yeah, see, well, I got, I got a really good deal because I got a wife and I took over the payments on two kids too. So it was really, it's like a package see, no, deal. I, I, I had all the kids were mine, so that that didn't happen there. But she was previously married. Okay, mine wasn't. Uh, I'm right. actually number three. My first oh, wife was previously married. <laughs> I need a diagram on this. I'm getting a little confused. Yeah. No, so so my wife's first husband was one of those people that was living a dual life. Nice. Like you see on TV. So that happened to uh, her. That was crazy. Her like sec- in Mad Men? I've never seen Mad Men. So it's good. It's good. I've heard it's season. great. It's one of those things like it's not that I don't want to watch it. I just I've never gotten around to watching it. And speaking uh, of instrumentals, the in, the uh in the uh <laughs> opening song was done by RJD2. Which like, I'm guessing by your silence, you don't know who nope. that is. I'm no thinking idea. Star Wars. I'm like beep beep. No, bloop, bloop. RJD2 is a uh, producer out of New York. Makes some sick, sick, sick beats. I think uh, Joe's but, just trying to prove how black he is this episode. Well, actually, that's uh, every episode. More, okay. The, the white rapper music, like Aesop Rock and LP and all. Let me just give you atmosphere. A, let me just I'm give you a synopsis. I know you haven't listened. It's uh, it's uh, Miami, 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 black. Black guy, black guy, Miami. I'm black, black guy, Miami, Miami. That's pretty <laughs> so much. So what's happening with the black guys is what I'm. That's pretty much the history of this show. Okay. And then uh, there's Will over there. Just. Hey, Joe's from Miami. If you didn't know. <laughs> Turns out. He yeah, is like Miami. Miami. <laughs> Miami or whatever. All right, I'm getting back says. to my list here because you guys are derailing this and making this take way too long. Another one of my favorite song intros ever. And I know a lot of people know this one. And it's not necessarily a guitar intro. It's more of a synth intro. And that's from Journey's Separate Ways, Worlds Apart. Mm, yeah. I feel like there's better intros from Journey, though. No, that one's that one's fantastic. A little synth riff that goes on. Then, like, the yeah. drums and bass kick in. It's so great. But anyways. That's a, I mean, it's still, it's still, that's solid. Solid answer. 
and it's not one of the songs that everybody knows. It's it's like more. I if mean, you everybody don't know knows separate it. ways. You're born. I mean, let's like. Well, let's put it this way. It's not that no one knows it. It's just it's not one of their super popular songs. Like like you know. It's uh, not. Don't, don't stop, stop believing. believing. Yeah. yeah. Faithfully. That's a great song. Man, that is a great song. That band was dun, great. Dun, dun, as much dun, as I dun, hate dun. to say it, and I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm embarrassed, but I really fucking love that band. What, Journey? Yep. Yeah. Why are you embarrassed about There's that? There's no though? shame in that. No shame in loving Journey. I'm sorry. If Steve Perry was to come sing to me, I'd be doing whatever he asked me to. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. come on. That guy starts singing open arms to you. Shoot, I'm, I'm crying like a bitch. Yep. Nuns up in my pants. My, like, panties, come on, like, my <laughs> panties are hitting so, the floor. That's yeah. right. Another care. band in that same vein. That that I don't know why these bands remind me so much of each other, even though they're completely different. But is Boston? They got a lot of good good riffs in their their openings too, yeah. as well. I was never a huge Boston fan. There's just something about. I was so tired of hearing um, uh, more than a feeling. Like I know that's their big one. Yeah, that's probably the biggest song. That that's and not... Another weird band that I don't like, Ario Speedwagon. Can't stand the guy's voice. I'm like 50-50 on them. Like, certain songs I can do, but and the same thing with Foreigner. Like, uh, Foreigner's yeah. one of those bands like, I'm 50-50 on. I like Cold as Ice. I mean, that's a, it's pretty yeah. catchy. Um, Go, oh, sorry, I'm, we're one. derailing you again. Oh, yeah, I, I, I can. Opinion uh, on yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to get to the more obscure type ones that I like. Um <laughs> Another great band, which a lot of people haven't heard of, but hopefully I'm sure you guys have, is uh, Saves the Day. I've heard of them. I've mm-hmm. never heard of them. What? I, I live well, in a different music world. I'm telling you. You do. I just, you totally do. It's, it's I mean, not I just, necessarily it's, newer, but one of their like further in albums is called Sound the Alarms, and they have a song called Head for the Hills, and it has this like really great like drum break in it. Is it is it kind of like heavier stuff? Yes. Okay. See, well, like, no, well, most of their music's like super emo and poppy, but okay. then they got heavier on this album. That's that's kind of the thing. So, like those bands um, that everyone, I think, more kind of like that Will listens to the heavier stuff because usually Will and no, like, this this isn't he- this isn't heavy like that. It's not like heavy like metal. Is I it drop like, D? No. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, I love what Will's laughing at. That's my no. judgment if it's heavy or not. Is it drop D? Yeah, it's heavy, okay? No, no. Saves save the Day. 14. Is, <laughs> saves the Day was one of those, like, those really fast emo bands. They fell in line with the Ataris and the Get Up Kids and bands like that. I like that, that shit, okay, too, man. Right. I was a big fucking emo fan. But on Sound the Alarm who, was who a wasn't heavier who did Flavor of the Week? American Hi Fi? That was a great song. Sorry. It was a random one hit wonder that popped in my head. You need to listen to like Mineral and fucking Saves the Day and yeah, yeah. If you like, but anyway, if people will send me the music, I'll listen to it. But like, I, it's just one of those things. Like, I when I play listen to music, I'm listening to like Jim Croce, uh, just random obscure. Like, I've been listening to Michael Bublé a lot lately. Like, just weird, hmm. weird shit. I Nothing need to get you on my my Google Drive. I got yeah. I, I, I send everybody stuff on don't, Google Drive. Don't don't listen to Joe's bullshit. Like, it's gonna be like fucking. Trick Daddy and <laughs> all right. How about this? Fucking send, taking first person Sunday. to send me a fucking mixtape. I want a mixtape in the mail. Send <laughs> I'll listen to do it. Do you have a cassette player? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I'm gonna do Jesus, it, dude. I buy go. I buy cassettes. Like that's one of my favorite. Right. I go to Goodwill, buy cassettes all the time. Stop dude. derailing my damn uh, right. list. <laughs> okay. If you were to listen um, to a riff on cassette tape, what would it be, Joe? <laughs> all right. So one of my next ones would be, and you probably could find it on cassette, even though uh, it was right at the very very end of that era would be from a band named Mr. Jimmy Eat World. 
And um, on the song Get It Faster, they have a great like breakdown right in the middle of that song where it starts out with guitar and then it gets this huge drum like beat behind it. And um, every, I mean, if you listen to Jimmy Eat World, it's on Bleed American. So it's the popular album that everyone seems to know. It's an amazing album. That's why. Yeah. I mean, the, is, the middle's on there, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this is sweetness. a song that's like, I don't care what you do. I'm going out. I don't yeah. care if you're angry. Yeah. Oh. That that album was so well produced. Yeah, that's one of my. That's, that's probably one of my top ten albums of all time. I mean, I don't care who you are. In when I know the middle is like the the it's the song. But well, that like, song was amazing until it got played out. Then I hated it. Like I loved that song when I first heard it, and then like it just. Got Dude, I've tried so to like much. learn that song and slow it down and play it for my daughters, and it's really fucking hard to like oh, slow so down. All of their all of their parts are hard. Their no, the, the the song is easy. It's only like three chords, yeah. but it's really fucking hard to slow it down and sing it yeah. and make it like I can't. I can't. I haven't mastered. Oh, it. Oh, dude, yet. I do. I do a real fun acoustic version of it. Really? Like it's just really soft. It's really yeah, yeah. I have a lot of fun with that song. Um, the well, the thing, the like, my point going there with the middle was like right after the solo ends, and there's that little synth line, or like that little. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Like that just was that right there could be one of my top and then the band comes right back in yeah 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 joe's it's two hours later just hey they they have some of the best like guitar like parts like instrumentals like um jim atkins is still a phenomenal guitar player um big casino is another really good song on one of the later albums um sweetness had an amazing guitar part on it Uh, is that the are you listening song are you you listening whoa i knew that was gonna happen i knew that was gonna happen as soon as that's like it's in the air tonight if you go everyone's doing the drums like although you're not a real dad if you're not doing air drums my favorite album by them is clarity that was a good record yeah is that the one with the snow on the like the it's like seats in it's a park or something. They were had snow on a Sunday. I fell in love. Yep, yep, yep. And That's on the, the one. drive home, it's twenty six less hours. That's a, such. A, I love Jimmy Eat World. That's like one of my favorite bands ever. We They're should start so doing good. listening parties, dude. Yeah, yeah be kind of fun. I, I messaged That's Clifton earlier you know today and told him he should do another listening party episode. Because yeah. I enjoyed listening. I enjoyed. Listening. I didn't get. I get, I didn't get a chance to do that. Like I really want to hop in. Uh, I was working and running around today. Uh, is Joe your your list? It seems to be dwindling down. We're getting towards no. the end. I, I, we are running towards the end. Thank I got two God. more. Um, it's taking a long time because I keep getting interrupted. But other than that, I'm trying to um, stay positive. Unlike Will, who's just like, kill me. So there's another band called Thursday, who's a great, great band, and they have a song called "For the Workforce Drowning," and it has this awesome like drum like break in the middle of the song and then the bass comes in playing like chord like little chorded rhythms over it um and it's just it's so good it's so so good it's like a it's like a backbeat almost it's like a an offbeat backbeat that comes in with the bass line over it hmm. um but uh that's just another one of those bands i've always been into um and then my final one in a uh, honor of the guitar i'm probably going to get next the uh, ernie ball mariposa I got to go with the Mars Volta breakdown. Um, and it's actually two separate things in the same song. Cause the song's like an 18 minute long song, but 
the intro to the song is a bass line that is one of the most ridiculous bass lines I've ever heard in my life. Um, and then about three quarters of the way into the song, where the song's been building and getting more and more insane, it has a like percussion breakout with like he does like a full like Latin percussion breakdown. Um, and the song's called "The Day of the Baphomets." Nice, nice. I like yeah, that fucking band, time. dude. Like, I, I mean, I was, dude, I I'm a huge at the driving fan and I feel like I lean more towards Sparta as far as that split goes, but, but the Mars Volta was good for sure. Yeah. Mars Volta is definitely my, my cup of tea. Um, although the albums, like if there are 15 song album, only about six of the songs are really like songs. The rest of them are all where just noises and interludes between the songs. Yeah. Like you'll have like eight minutes of literally like, the sound of a door creaking open with like some weird like so, oscillating synth behind so it. So were you a big at the driving fan? Yeah, I was I was like that at the drive in as well. well there were another What was your favorite like, uh at the driving record? Um what the hell was the name of that thing? It was the one that was black and white, uh the cover. Vaya? Was that what it was? Or uh, In Casino Out. I think it's In Casino Out. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that band. Like uh or no, um, maybe it was Relationship of Command. No, that one was like had the the horse, the chess piece on the front of it. The knight. No, what I'm saying, maybe that was the one I was thinking uh, of. That one had uh, uh, one arm scissor and uh, the. What was the name of that song, dude? They had a, they had a song that was a ransom note. No, I think In Casino Out was the one I was thinking of with the with the satellites in the cover. And then Relationship of Command was my second one. Ah. Uh. We're talking about at the drive-in, Diaz. Are you familiar? I, I'm no, not at all. Sorry, I've got my dog. He just won't shut up. <laughs> it's just been never ending tonight with me and recording. I'm sorry. It's okay. We've had worse. <clears throat> Name them. No, <laughs> talking to the mic. Brian Gower. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jimmy B. <laughs> L- luckily, I love I, you, Jimmy. I love I act- you so much, Jimmy. <laughs> I actually do this once a week, so like I, I've got got it somewhat down. Except for tonight, I feel like it's amateur hour. I'm gonna I'm gonna send what, you. What some... was the Jimmy B story? Like he was sitting in his car recording, and it was like raining. We've had a couple of that, dude. We've had it like when Cliff when Clifton Cliff really was on the show. Sits on his van. He sat out in yeah, his Clifton's van. Out in the yeah, van. Yeah, he was sitting out in his van recording. But his show. audio was clean. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what's? I always thought like, could you imagine being like his neighbor and not knowing what he's doing? <laughs> <laughs> like. like like, is he just out there, like, looking at porn or something? Why like, and talking to himself? I, yeah, he's, he's like, what? what is going on? You just see him looking at a screen laughing, the glows <laughs> on his face. It's just, like, ridiculousness. <laughs> that is great. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can see that. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of, what did, What are they called? At the drive-in? At the drive-in. You've yeah. never heard of it, like, at all? No. No, never. See, I don't. Okay, I can't really fucking nail down your musical taste. And then they became two other bands. They became they became Sparta and Mars Volta. My music, my musical taste is very weird. It just really is. I mean, it's just one of those things. If I get into it, I get stuck on it. If I don't, have you heard of Murder by Death? Nope. Oh God, (sighs) Joe got me into this band, and they are fucking awesome. The album Red of Tooth and Claw. Is or in Boca Al Lupo is my favorite. You'll just have to like send me a list of albums to listen to. I, I don't have a long drive to work, and usually like I'm at home dealing with my wife and kids, so I really don't listen to a whole lot of just music. Just in the group, send me your Gmail address, okay. and I'll I'll Google Drive link you to a bunch oh, of music. Jesus, here we go. 
I'll do like a weekly release where each week I'll send you an album. It's over. Okay. There's going to be a quiz. Mm-hmm. How many breakdowns were there? Seven, Joe. What key were the fucking guy? song through one through four? I hope you like Taking Back Sunday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> suck a dick. <laughs> Someone did the RJ. <laughs> so, guys, um, let's talk about Adam and Eve for a while here. <laughs> Anyway, all right, moving on. Since we've been on this, it's a fucking hour and a half into this recording because of Diaz's bullshit internet in East Tennessee. And but for anybody listening, it's about thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's taking it's, it's taking us four hours to watch sixty minutes. I'm like already, we're, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already through a White Russian and like fucking I don't know, man. Like Trump's wife, sixty ounces oh of beer. My God. Jesus Christ. Anyway, who's got the next fucking topic? Fuck. Oh, uh, that would be you, Will. My oh, yeah. topic. Okay. Yeah, I listened to the movie fights episode, and wait, don't call it that because then we get sued. Okay. The argument over <laughs> cinema. Because movie fights, movie fights belongs to screen junkies on uh, YouTube. I got you. So it's not that at all. Uh, but I would like to say. In reference to the thing that's kind of like movie fights, but not like it at all. Uh, <laughs> we don't talk about movie fight club. No, right. <laughs> yeah, movie fight club might be okay. The fact yeah, that the fact that you, fucking, you guys can use that. <laughs> the fact that R.J. Smith used the argument that Stanley Kubrick got a good performance out of Shelley Duvall in The Shining is the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard in my life. Because anyone that's seen that movie understands. That I, that woman's performance in that film was fucking atrocious. Okay, I literally just got done watching that. Like, I, I just got done the ending. They zoomed in on the picture, and I walked in here and I turned on the computer. Like, that's how recent I just watched it. And I will say this: RJ is two percent correct because the, there was the two percent of the film. Where he was chopping down the right. door to the bathroom. They had to sneak that. They had to fucking sneak shit in on this woman to get her yeah. to fucking act yeah. well. So, so he's two percent right. But even then, that two percent had to become a natural reaction for it to be fucking believable. Who, who he had to, cast he had to na- actually terrify in that film? I don't who know. Cast I her in that film. Have you seen the Have you seen the YouTube where it's just every like PSA that she ever did? No. Hi, I'm Shelley Duvall. Hi, I'm Shelley Duvall. No, <laughs> dude, it's the most <laughs> ridiculously entertaining <laughs> bit. <laughs> it's great. All right, but, so, uh, but Adam did get it right because I I won that that topic that night. I remember that because I picked it and then I got him with the you whole both, You both file. were idiots. It was terrible. It's the worst fucking episode well, this show's I mean, ever produced. Anyway, maybe if somebody wasn't on the world's worst uh, theme park, we'll get to that later. But <laughs> so. Moving forward, my topic is which movies on paper, in concept, seem to be fantastic, but in reality, sucked. Okay. This is- okay, I'm going to go first since you just said the keyword there. Fantastic, as in the Fantastic Four. Oh, which yeah. Should have oh, been amazing. Yeah. Every single Fantastic Four that's ever been made from. It's been bad. Every single that's one. That's the truth. Hundred percent, one hundred percent true. But uh, they well, should have been good. Like you no. have a great concept, and the funniest part is Captain America is the Human Torch. Yeah, well, and that's that's just like uh, the Green Lantern became Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that's DC to Marvel. 
Yeah. Hey, That's that not is... Marvel to Marvel. You can't... Because Human yeah. Torch lives in the same city as Captain America. Oh, he's the Captain Torch. Have, you, have we ever seen him in the same place at the same time? That's all I'm saying. That's a good point. Solid point. Uh, yeah, good point. All right, so I'm with you on that. The Fantastic Four was fucking garbage. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, just one that fucking was a disappointment. Uh, you'd think I could have, like, prepared. Right. It's, All right, well, you chew on yeah, it, Diaz. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to chew I'm going. on it, and then I, it'll spurt really quick. I've got one, <laughs> and there are two. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how critically acclaimed they were. Maybe you guys know more than I do about this. Number one, uh, Mr. Al Pacino starring in The Devil's Advocate. Oh, I love that movie. Fuck that you. That was fantastic. Suck that movie. But, yeah, but, eat, no. but the fucking... And on top of that, the first... 20 minutes of that movie take place in Gainesville, Florida. Yeah, that's true. It's always a fucking the, Florida reference. They're in you the round what? bar. Hey, they go on. to the Alachua County Courthouse, and they go to the church that's right down the street from my house. They, Edward Scissorhands was recorded churches. in Dade City. The The castle was recorded right near my hometown, or right in my hometown, right near my house. For Edward Literally, I go to that courthouse that's in the Devil's Advocate once a week, at least. What <laughs> What crimes are you committing, Joe? Cut I'm it out. recording notice of commencements for, for new jobs. Okay. Oh, really quick. I just my feel like. Report. Oh. I had to throw that. That yeah. was it. It popped in my head. Yeah. Go ahead. We'll, we'll go back. We'll come back to me. I had to say it before I lost it. Devil's Advocate was a great movie. I don't know what's wrong Fantastic. with you, Fantastic. I disagree with you, Will, 100%. I just feel like the acting was kind of. I mean, it's Al Pacino. I know, but you know? like, I feel like even like, with Al Pacino. And he was playing and the perfect Al Pacino role. I just feel like it was. I devil. feel like that whole fucking movie was over the top and just. Kind of exactly. Kinda That's shitty. what it's supposed to be. Like it's a how? How are you? Listen, hold on. It's a John fucking Grisham novel, isn't it? I Devil's so, Advocate yeah. was John Grisham. Right? Was it? I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. Look it up. That sounds it, right. Or it's close to John Grisham. I mean, it's it's about fucking lawyers. You got to make it somewhat entertaining. Of course, it's going to be over the top. There was like that one scene that went a little too far at the end. All of them went too far. I feel like that fucking. Yeah, the weird sex scene. I feel like that movie was just. I don't know. I feel like the concept is fucking fantastic. And some of the performances were good. But. Ah, yeah, Al Pacino. But man. I love Al Pacino. Al Pacino could be in fucking anything. Exactly. Oh, dude. uh, Fucking, what was it? Uh, Friday Night Live. Not Friday Night. It was uh, Any Given Sunday. Like about oh, here we movie. go. Like my, because I to? just that on, on my argument last week on the Fucking episode we just did was for best sports movie, and I said any given Sunday. Hell yeah! No, not the best. That's, the, that's not the best. The replacements with Keanu Reeves is yes. the best sports movie of all time. <laughs> oh, God, that, that was that, that's one of those on. movies you can watch over and over and over again. And but you want to talk about boring. some bullshit? RJ one with Rocky. What was the movie where Scott Bakula was the quarterback? Oh gosh. Quantum Leap. No. <laughs> yeah, that was an episode of Star, Star Trek Enterprise. Dude, Major League is one of the greatest sports oh, movies God, of all time. Oh, God, dude. Yes. No, Any Given Sunday, man. It's such a good movie, it's though. A, it's, I will agree. It's fantastic. and it's When got, the guy's eyeball gets knocked out. <laughs> dude, and it's got Cameron Diaz in it. Thank you. That's what I said. I said Cameron Diaz when she was, like, uh, young. Like, oh, like, dude. Any, like, uh, any, something about Mary Age. So the best one of my favorite lines that I use all the time is people are like I wish this would happen. I'm like I wish Cameron Diaz would come to my house tonight. Not gonna happen, and I just walk away. Like, oh yeah, that was. Good this Cameron is like Diaz. mask era. All right, so. No. When, and once again, that movie took place in Miami. Like my. Anyway, so my second <laughs> my second contribution, which you guys are wrong, that movie 
while in theory could be great, was actually kind of shitty. Um, this movie also, it, this movie is weird because it was like two movies. And I don't know how critically acclaimed this one was either, but it was one of mine. That could, this movie really hit me like growing up. And now I think in today's culture, what with the mass shootings and everything, this movie probably would not have flown. But it was, uh, I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but it's Falling Down with Michael Douglas. Yeah. And it's about a guy that just totally flips his shit and fucking goes around town with a fucking machine gun. He doesn't actually ever kill anyone, but he alludes to the fact that he's going to do that. Like, he goes yeah. into a restaurant and flips his shit. breakfast. Yeah. But if you go back and watch this film, which I've seen this film a lot, uh, the it's almost like two films because the the parts that Michael Douglas is involved in in the main storyline where he's you know he's lost custody of his kid, he's fucking pissed off, he's losing his shit, very well acted, like very well put together, pretty awesome. But then if you go to the other side where Robert Duvall and I think it's Barbara Hershey the uh, the female detective the, the the police side of things when they're after him they're trying to find him they're trying to follow his footsteps all this shit uh, is absolutely fucking awful and I'm a Robert Duvall fan like I, I I like westerns I like stuff that he's done but this this particular performance was bullshit like it was like two different films I don't understand how the fuck this ever saw the light of day so yeah. Falling Down with Michael Douglas. You guys should watch it. It's a great movie. 1993. Yeah, that was a, it was a good one. Uh, yeah, I got to go with Minority Report. That was one of those <laughs> yeah, movies. That, such a great concept. It was a, it was a phenomenal concept. And even, the, even, I mean, and honestly, I have to say, Tom Cruise did have a great performance in that. Everything else kind of just... The, the problem, the biggest problem with Minority Report was... Is just that the, the one where he was writing was, frogs? No, it's Magnolia. No, that's the one where like they like had the crime before it happened. Yeah, precogs. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, the, okay. Yeah, the okay. precogs could tell. I get that. So, and like, Magnolia mixed up. Sorry. Um, but they uh, it was just not the the way it was edited and put together. The storyline wasn't great, but like the concept was a fantastic concept. What was the and concept? Tom Cruise. The concept is that um, they have three uh, people. They're called precogs. And they can yeah. see the future, but they can't. It's not like one can see the whole future. Together, they take the visions that they have and they piece it together. And they can say, this person's going to do this crime at this time. And they arrest the person before they do the crime. Hmm. So it's it's kind of the, um, you know, if they haven't committed the crime, are they really a criminal? We can't commit, we can't, you know, uh, arrest people for something that they might not do. Correct. So it was this whole, it was a really good dilemma movie. Like you've got this moral dilemma going on and you've, you had a great cast too. Like an all around the cast was done pretty well. There was a, uh, who was the, the white guy from walking tall with the rock? He played the uh, Johnny Knoxville. No, the, the blonde hair guy. He was the bad guy in the movie. Quote oh, um, but yeah, that guy. That okay. He's the one guy, of those that guys from movies. Yeah, he's in the movie. But, uh, you know, it was just he was the friend who like was in the he had a moral dilemma of, you know, do I arrest my friend or do I let him try to prove his innocence? It was this whole it was, it was great. Just but the movie was lackluster at best. Yeah. 
That that would probably be one of my top ones. Um, I'm trying to think of like a the worst is whenever you just have a bad ending to a movie. Like you've got this great thing, and then at the end you just don't know what's going on. Well, the worst is when you have like a great concept for a movie, and then you mm. let Adam Sandler and Kevin James ruin it. <laughs> like Pixels, <laughs> Pixels was a great that concept, fantastic. Yeah, but it was not good. No, and I cringe every time I see like. Kevin James shoving cake into his wife's face because he's the president, but he's on his wife's talk show or, or Adam Sandler sitting in the closet trying to hit on the lady. And he's just so pathetic. Yeah. uh, There's just so many that you could do. However, Peter Dinklage almost saved it. (laughs) I, you know, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry is actually a really good Adam Sandler, Kevin James movie. Probably their best. I never watched that one. Love is a circle, not a triangle. It's the one where they had to pretend to be gay? Yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler's, or it was one of their wife. I think it was Kevin James. His wife dies. And to keep, like, his medical benefits or something, I don't know, some sort of benefits thing, they he, they pretend they're married. And it's just this whole, I mean, it's not great. It's not like they're up for an Academy Award. But it was entertainment. It was, a, it was an entertaining movie. I remember watching it, but I just don't really remember it. It's like every other Adam Sandler movie. They all kind of blend together at some point in time. Was he playing golf or was he... Uh, yeah. Was Rob Schneider yelling something at him? Was was he playing football? Was a guy rubbing his nipples? Because that actually happened a few times. What the Drew happened? Barrymore forget she was in it? Yeah, little little Nicky, someone rubbing oh, yeah. nipples. Talk little Nicky was a good, Oh my... He wasn't in that, was he? Oh, wait. Wasn't he the devil? No, that was Harvey Keitel. Fuck, I love Harvey Keitel. I love right. Little yeah. Nicky, dude. That's my favorite Adam Sandler movie. That was Harvey Keitel. Popeye's I forgot. chicken is the shit, Nick. Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. That was oh, a good movie. Gosh. Cassius, get in the, get in the flask. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch that one again. Yeah, that movie is I think we should just great, all... Dude. Let's do the rest of the episode doing the little <laughs> Nicky impressions. We're getting weird. actually doing pretty good there. Um... Oh my gosh! But all right. So speaking of impressions, the next topic is actually a guy that gets a lot of impressions done of him. So I, I was we were watching The Shining, and I thought about what's your favorite Jack Nicholson role? Oh, the role. I think you're talking about the actual movie. Oh ah. right, well, the movie. You could do the movie. Yeah, I mean, well, because like, the I'm gonna use my cheat word. The movie's not really about him, but he does play a big role in the movie. Well, yeah, no, I, no, no, but, but I also like, want to bring this up specifically for Will in particular. Mm-hmm. But there's a little movie that came out in 1996 called Mars Attacks, where he played the president. Oh <laughs> that movie was great. Yeah, and the, especially the act guys, mm-hmm. you know, that would make like a fantastic pedal if you ever were to, able to get one. I always feel I don't know. I never got into Mars Attacks. You never liked Mars Attacks. I this just is never more got... about a joke that Will ordered to pedal like four years ago. <laughs> it's only a year. What have you just not made it yet? No, it's not for me. Oh, he, I'm he's not being bad. a dick. Anyway, continue. <laughs> oh my gosh, who'd you order a pedal from a year ago and you haven't gotten? We're not going to discuss it. Let's continue. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Okay, favorite Jack Nicholson role slash movie. So you go with Mars Attacks? No, it's not. Actually, oh. I was just messing with Will. I actually prefer Anger Management, which is another Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> Was he was fucking good. good in that movie, dude. He was, he was great really in that funny. movie. He was really fucking. He was really funny. What was he was his like name? one of those buddy, things. Uh, buddy, buddy, uh, buddy, something yeah. or other. The, when he, he pushes the car off the parking garage. 
that that kind of had the what was the I feel like another movie that copied that whole thing was uh well the movie uh with John Heater was it Mr. Woodcock or something yeah or, with um Bra- Billy Bob Thornton yeah where Billy Bob Thornton was like supposed to teach him how to like yeah be, get with girls how to be cool right. and how to get with girls I don't think that was Mr. Woodcock I think it was called something else but. I think it might have been Mr. Woodcock. School for Scoundrels? Or? Oh, School for Scoundrels. That's what it was. Yep. That's yeah, Mr. It. Woodcock, he was just a gym teacher or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was Billy Bob Thornton again in that one, too. Was was John yeah. Heater in that one also? He, I don't know. That would be weird if there was two John Heater, Billy Bob Thornton movies. Yeah, and they both were like teachers of something. They're, they're like not even trying anymore. They're like, can I just get a fucking paycheck, please? <laughs> like, yeah. Those are the same lines from the other movie. No one will even notice. No one saw the other movie. They're not going to see this one. Um, yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. Yeah, I'd have a to fun go, movie. I'd have to go with the De- the Departed. Yeah, that's God a great movie. I mean, that was was that yours? Yes, motherfucker. Okay, the movie was great. No, 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 no. That's not how, really that's was, not how was, we operate in this show. Okay, if okay. You win fuck it, yeah. you. That I picked it first, motherfucker. That's yeah, exactly. Um, there you go. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll uh, increase the anger. But yeah, the, it's uh, that's an all around great movie. And the good thing is, the reason why I picked that was because Jack Nicholson's character was so bold that he just, he rose above all the other actors in the scene. He was fucking he, great in that would, film, dude. He would steal the scene. And it's like, you could tell he wasn't even trying, but just he played that character so well, you believed that was him. Exactly. And you were completely sucked into it. Ah, <sighs> man. Okay. This was this was hard. I mean, I, de- I definitely had The Departed because that's that movie's fucking fantastic. Right. Uh, he, th- this guy. I mean, you're talking about a fucking career that I, th- I think his Legendary. his first movie was in 1958. Yeah, he spanned he spanned uh, forever. Yeah, and 1958, he, Cry Baby Killer. Yeah. Yep. But you've got. I know which one you've got to pick. I, I I'm gonna pick it if he doesn't. I'm I'm sure we're thinking of the same thing. I mean, number one, obviously, in this situation is uh, his ro- Don't his shine. role as the Joker in Batman. Thank Bingo. you. That's, that's it. That's the one I was going to say. That was it. I was like, that's got to be it. I mean, the first guy to do the Joker in modern times. I mean, not counting uh, the you know the original series and everything. First and best. What was it? What was his name? Caesar something or? He was great. The '60s Batman. Uh, fuck man, yeah. what was his name? I thought it was Adam West and the Caesar yeah. Ramirez right. or something like that. I can't remember. Right. People was, are screaming like, at the fucking Steve Rao is going to, is going to talk shit because we don't know the guy's name, but, uh, Oh man. Now we're, I'm going to, now I'm going to have more people listening to me just critiquing what I say. Great. But I mean, other great roles for this guy. And he's one of my favorite actors of all time. You remember Wolf? Remember this movie? It was fucking, it was actually kind of shitty, but I, I loved Honestly, it. Hold on. I got to give credit where credit's due. It was Caesar Romero. Yep. Okay. Oh, good job. Good job, Will. I'm proud of you. Me? No, that was me. That was oh, that was you? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, well, I said dick, Cesar Will. Ramirez, but it was Ramiro. Suck a dick. Cesar Romero. Which Romero. He's the guy who did, yeah. Is he the guy who did Dracula, too? Or is that someone else that's got the same name? I have no clue. You'd have to specify which Dracula. So I've got... I had a, I have a highly functioning autistic guy who works for me and cleans my lobbies. And... He was telling me that he was watching Dracula movie and he talks really loud. And he just goes, yeah, the one with the 
the the Asian guy, the the Jap, and he yelled it like really loud. I was like, dude, I was like, no, we can't say. And the customers heard it, and then finally the customers were trying to help me figure out which Dracula he was talking about. I'm like, this one. He goes, no, it's got that guy. I'm like, which one? It was Dracula two. I didn't know there was a Dracula two. It was a Dracula two. Jason two? Lee. Yeah, it's got Jason Lee. What the Lee fuck in are it. you talking about? There's a hell yeah. I, Caesar Romero was Dra- Count Dracula. I got something right for once. We're on a roll. But yeah, um, yeah, there was a Batman. There was a Dracula two. And it had Jason Lee in it. That's fucking hilarious, really? dude. I have to watch this. I have to fucking find this. What is it? Dracula 2. With Jason Lee. Like yeah. the Jason Lee. Yeah. Like chocolate-covered like pretzel Jason Lee. Yeah, chocolate-covered pretzel Jason no, Lee. No, Jason no, no. Jason Lee, like, played Bruce Lee. Jason Lee was in uh, The Jungle Book. Oh, you're talking about Jason Scott Lee. Uh, is, is that the... Whatever. No, Jason Lee is the dude that's in Mallrats and Chasing Amy and all those movies. That, well, that came, came I didn't say his middle name. I'm sorry. And my name is Earl. And well, I said like, Asian guy. You'd think that. <laughs> I thought maybe you just, you know, trying to like play it cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to keep the racism. I mean, he him. is from <laughs> California. <laughs> How is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, Steve Rao's gonna kick someone's ass. No, that Jason Jesus. Lee, though, the, the real Jason, Jason Scott Lee, the one I'm, I'm talking about, I know who is, Jason is Lee is. One is of the VSC. best actors ever. Oh, he, yeah, he's all in the VSC universe. Brody, yeah, he's in everything. <laughs> Chocolate covered, pro- yeah, mall rats. And- it's a small price to pay for the spiting of one's enemies. Oh my gosh. There, I, are you ready for Jay and Silent Bob? Uh, the reboot TV show, or does, is it like reboot. a Netflix series or something? No, there, it's a movie. Oh, they're doing a movie. Yeah, they're doing a reboot. I don't know. The one they did like recently, the or not recently, but you know, the one with uh Clerks James Bob Strike Back. Oh. With uh, Mark Hamill as the cock knocker. Yeah. Why do they call you that? Well, it's a really interesting story. Sorry. <laughs> I still love that Mark Hamill was in it. And then yeah, what was too. it? Uh uh Chris Rock playing the Shaka Khan. <laughs> 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 made, what was it Jamie Kennedy He's, did you put a booger in that no sir there's no boogers in that uh, uh, I, you know what's really sad though if you w- go look watch the trailer for um, uh, Jane Silent Bob the, the reboot and you can see how bad Jason Mewes got on drugs he oh, got his yeah. T3 done but he'll, he'll never look the same he's, his, he's got like almost like meth face Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's rough. It's dude, tough I to watch to, that. Those were like some of my favorite movies growing up, the Ke- Kevin Smith movies. Oh dude, I I still have I still have Clerks on uh VHS. I, I in a somewhere. row. <laughs> 37? <laughs> uh, have you ever watched uh, An Evening with Kevin Smith? No. All right, fine. You've got to watch An Evening with Kevin Smith and then An Evening with Kevin Smith 2. It's called Evening Harder. It's it's great. All it is is him doing Q and A's. Dude, I know I know you don't listen to a lot stuff. of podcasts, man, but he's got some fucking uh he's got some great oh great podcasts. He's a TV show called Comic Book Men also. Oh, I watch Comic Book Men with Ming Chain and uh what was it they've got uh Walt and everyone and Brian. But I've I've watched that and I used to listen to uh Smodcast. Yeah, Smodcast. I Dude, love that shit. That was Oh my gosh, it was so I got I got out of it whenever like every five minutes there's an advertisement. Did you hear about did you listen to an episode where he talks about his heart attack? That shit was yeah. insane, man. Oh my god. One of my favorite heart attack stories is John Popper from Blues Traveler. I hadn't heard that one. You know how he 
Huh? I haven't heard that one. Oh, he was he was he was uh, stroking a salami whenever he had a heart attack. Are you serious? I'm 100% dead serious. So me and my buddy used to sit there say, man, if we're going out, we're going out like John Popper. <laughs> they're like, like, that's how I'm going out, man. You're going John, you'd be like, I'm going to go John Popper myself. And <laughs> it was great. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, that's how he had his heart attack. Like he had his big old health scare. And he finally, st- he tried, he started losing some weight. I saw them live. It was, they were killer. But yeah, that's a crazy heart attack story for you. I forgot how he, how did he have his, it was like at a performance and it just like, he oh, ended yeah. up backstage and like, he thought he was just sick and I don't know. It was a crazy story to hear him tell it. It's crazy how many performers die like on stage and stuff like that. Like you, you don't think Dude, have about you, like the odds. Have you it. watched the documentary about the amazing Jonathan? Yes. Dude. Oh, I just yeah. watched that not too what long the ago. The, fuck? Oh my God. Do you, all right, here's the question. Do you think he's really sick or do you think he was just, playing with everyone i don't know no he's sick i think he's sick um, i i listened to him he's been interviewed on tom and dan like three times like they've had him in studio and stuff talking to him and yeah. like they were talking about how like rough a condition he's in yeah but um that's that's another podcast i listen to a lot it's called a mediocre time with tom and dan i keep telling will about it but uh i have yet to watch listen to it you, you need to listen to it. it's one of the best podcasts there is period but um, he's he's been in there like three times. They've interviewed him and talked to him and stuff. And they were talking about how like yeah, he's looking pretty bad. Oh man, that sucks. I used to love his stuff. Like what was it, the Himalayan snowball? Yeah. Da bum 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 bum. Um, and then what was his assistant's name? The blonde girl. Oh the man, the blonde. Her name? I don't know. Uh, Tanya. Tanya, yeah. Yeah, like the mystic Tanya. And he would, when he did the uh, stab, would stab her in the head with the scissors into the like foam little ball that he had. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, yeah. It's sad to see that. But then it makes you think, God, I'm getting older. All the people I used to watch when I was like a kid are getting older and passing away. Yeah. That, yeah. that fucking documentary where note. he hired like two more documentary crews, like in addition. Oh, yeah. To <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, what the F? Like. Man, it's insane. He was, he was just like, yeah, I figured more more documentaries, the better. Yeah, yeah, that's some good shit. All right, so what's next? Uh, that was our last topic. Was that our yeah. last topic? Are we done? Yeah, I think we we're done. Be. I mean, I don't really know how long we've actually recorded. <laughs> <laughs> because I apparently cannot. I have no clue what was going on. It, it, like Any other time, I record a podcast every week. And put, it's like my dog ate my homework. No, my cat ate my cat five cable. He did. Well, turd. That's that's Lebowski. That's what's his name. <laughs> it's awesome because I was awesome. drinking White Russians to uh, start this whole thing off. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I'm gonna dress in like two weeks as Fat Thor, which is a, a big Lebowski knockoff. <laughs> my rug, man. What about my rug? <laughs> uh, nice. So uh, <laughs> awkward silence. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug, Mr. Diaz? Yeah, uh, so check out the effects loop. That's uh, it's me, my buddy Chris. Um, we've just talk about gear and stuff. You can find us on every pretty much podcast platform you can think of. Uh, we put out an episode a week. Check out our Instagram at the effects loop. I like to put stupid stuff on there, and uh, we've got really cool stuff like Patreon supporters, which Mr. Leahy, you you is one. That's right. That's right. Support. Which is great because I'm like, out of all the podcast people, everyone's like, oh, I listen to this. I listen to this. I'm like, dude, I don't even listen to podcasts. I just record one every week, put it out. 
<laughs> it's insane. It's really funny. <laughs> like you should listen to my podcast. Will you listen to mine? Probably not. You should listen to mine. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna start putting that on my business card. <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna listen to your podcast, but you should listen to mine. <laughs> so <laughs> that's great. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's we have a lot of fun and uh we've got a, a fun group on Facebook you can check out and get in there. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the stuff I do. Or check out maybe me and Scott will do our West Wing while eating hot wings podcast <laughs> i think we're gonna we're, we're talking about we'll just do commentary once every week and we're gonna try to get like buffalo wild wings to sponsor it we can do like a different flavor every week nice it's never gonna happen but it, it's a, it's a, a yeah, good they'll sponsor pattern. you but you have to pay for it first and then they'll never reimburse you i'll just be like well you just give us 50 cent wings and i'll be right. happy like yeah wings bring, they bring used back- to do that I was like used, Tuesdays or Thursdays. I can't remember which day it was. They, well, they they brought it back finally, but they took away the the. It was the Tuesdays was the bone in the traditional Tuesdays. Yeah, that's what I like bone in. I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. fucking boneless wing is a nugget. Yeah, amen. That's the truth. You know what? what, what I'll, I'll what's say your, this. Up. What's your poison when it comes to chicken wing flavor at Buffalo? Wild Buffalo wings. Wild Wings. Uh, spicy garlic's like the classic for me. That's a good I, one. I'll usually do half spicy garlic, half medium. I, but if, uh, I, if I want to get crazy, the mango habanero is pretty good. One of my favorites, and it depends on like if I can drink or not. Like because if I'm like there at lunchtime and I can't like drink because I have to work still, then I, if if I have to go back wait, to wait, work, you're not supposed to drink. I usually <laughs> go with Parmesan garlic and honey barbecue. Oh, that's good. But but if I can drink, I'm going a hundred percent like just good beer with salt and vinegar. I've never tried the salt and vinegar. They're amazing. Really? They're dry rub though. I love salt and vinegar chips. Like I love if, them. If you're drinking right. like a nice, like crisp lager though, it just goes so good with it. Okay, Joe, uh, I'm, I'm going down to Florida like in November and I'm going to swing through and we'll go get some salt and vinegar. Hey, I'm down. What part of Florida are you going to? Dayton? Uh, St. Pete. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you got to pass right by me. Yeah. I got to go through cause you're, I mean, Gainesville. I'm right off I-75. Yeah. Because that's where Dade City is right off. And now we move into a Florida section of the podcast. The Buffalo Wild Wings in Gainesville is like three blocks off I-75. All right. We're going to make that happen. Well, I'll have my wife and kids with me, so. That's fine. I'll bring mine. We'll figure it out. Joe has four children. The fifth on the way. Almost five. (laughs) Almost five. You're at 4.5, dude. Congratulations. You're you're almost the census. No, I need need 1.7 children. That's that's. What should be average and also for the record, since somebody asked me, the uh, Asian Zing is the best oh. Buffalo Wild Wings flavor. <laughs> Sorry, we are making a date over here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Will comes to Florida and doesn't visit me. Fucking move closer have- to where I'm going to be. <laughs> or just come to the shittiest part of the state that's really. I mean, our football stadium is called a swamp. I mean, isn't that enough? That's true. I can't. I, I mean, can't, Tom Petty came. I can't from there. sit foot in there. Yeah, Tom Petty did come from here. So did the guy from Sister Hazel. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I wouldn't be too proud of that. I'm not really. I'm from Miami. Remember that? Oh, I just live he in said Gainesville. it again. I'm from Miami. I'm from Miami, bitch. Well, it's actually a bitch. I'm from Dade County, but you know. Anyway, thank I'm you guys from listening. Okay. <laughs> yep. Thank you, guys. Uh, join our Facebook group also where you can get in and let us know how terrible we are of people. Um, you can yell at RJ as much as you want, and we'll, me and Will will just back you up. No matter what you say, mm-hmm. we're just going to go ahead and throw our support behind we you. Don't like him. I love that group because that's where I put my random stuff. Yep. 
if yeah. I'm like, I don't know what group to put this in, I'm like, just surprise me. There yep, you go. That's what <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're the group where it's cool. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. It's cool. You're like, I hey, mean, man, do you like peanut butter? No, but I love shotguns. So let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Somebody will have something. Don't, don't, don't put a peanut butter next to your shotgun, though. Because you uh, in a sticky situation. <laughs> oh. Yeah, dad joke. What's up? Sorry, I saw <laughs> He's like, yeah, please do. Yeah, just... Anyways, this has been fun. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Diaz. I am Joe. I'm Will. And I'm yes. Chris. Yeah, boy.